You've asked me if I've ever stood up for anything. Yep. I've stood up for my life. If you are or have ever been a victim of domestic violence, please call 800-799-SAFE or 7233. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast. We are streaming live on digital stream radio, are we? Wait, hold on one second. (laughs) Oh my God. We are now. We are streaming live on digital stream radio, and you can access the live stream by visiting. um, No, we're not on digital stream radio. We're on gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream. Just go there, listen to the live stream. Anyway, um, my name is Tom and I'm your host. And as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing co-host, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. And uh, we're coming to you on the heels of news that, you know, one of our divas, um, one of our one of my favorite divas, at least. Um, I'm not sure how you guys feel about it, but I know that... Um, you know, she she um, she was incredible. We're going to talk about her a little more after we go through and do our our roundtable. But um, the information that we shared with you in our opener today is extremely important for many reasons. Personal for me, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, but anyway, uh, before we get into all the things that we're going to talk about in today's show, I just want to go and do a quick roundtable and see how my boys are doing. So why don't we start with you, Jay? Jay Bird, how are you? Still recuperating. Still no, recuperating. No. <laughs> Is it that bad? No, actually, I, I, I was fine yesterday. We had a, we had a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, of course, we we went out to Chris's uh, graduation slash barbecue event. That's right. Congratulations, Chris. Our very own Chris Mattoon uh, officially graduated. graduated. He did. And you know what? It was time. And, and you know, so <laughs> Chris has, been, well, Chris has been on the show with us since 2016 when he um, started this journey with us. Mm-hmm. And while we were on the show, we have had many, uh, many, uh, like, very, very, like, you know, um, passionate discussions and arguments That's and a word for it and bernie and all of that stuff and uh but we love chris we we always have and we always will and Speak chris for yourself oh, she's nasty <laughs> but chris had to take a step back obviously because we had been encouraging him all along dude you know you have a passion for education you have a passion for history and you really need to get your education and and get your degree if this is what you truly want to pursue and he did and it meant that he had to take a step back from the show it meant that he had to do um you know do what he needed to to make sure he was successful in his education and last weekend he finally officially graduated and um i think it's just fantastic i think it's awesome and it's great and so, yes, we want to send a very heartwarming, heartfelt congratulations to our dear Chris. Um, and we'll see when we can get him to come and sit down on the chair and, and, and chat with us to talk about that experience and that, yeah, and on that the journey. Plastic chair that's still- <laughs> on the plastic chair? On the plastic chair, yeah. Oh, wait, no, we have an actual chair now. Yeah, Sorry. we do. Yeah, so. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, he gets he gets an actual chair. chair. So well, anyway, so Jaybird, yeah, you were saying. Yeah, I mean, we had a great time. Uh, met a lot of fun people. Uh-huh. Had a lot of great drinks. We had That's a great time. way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a ball. I had a really I had a really good time, you mm-hmm. know. Sometimes you show up especially, you know, I I never really mingled with any other friends that he has out of our group, right? Right. So mm-hmm. I think it's you kind of get those butterflies sometimes, you know, I hope everything works out. I hope we have a good time. I had a blast. You know, Honey, when alcohol is involved, yeah. you always, always have, have a, a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was and it pouring, though. It was yeah, so was, bad. That was the only downer because they have such a beautiful yard. And, and a beautiful and, home. And a beautiful oh home, Oh, my God. Yeah. But they have such a beautiful yard, and it would have been nice to, like, chill at, at you know and hang out and outside kinda, i would have been like my face is melting yeah. i'm gonna sit inside at, they had they had tents <laughs> so soft, they yeah. had amazing he but had a it gets massive so, like humid yeah it was Ugh. not they have fans in there they had yeah, things going nice. they, they set really, it up really nice yeah, they yeah. did a really good job a lot they of good did drinks a really good the food was really good mm-hmm. you know we had a, i was impressed i was wow. impressed yeah I know Chris can be a little nuts, so you know sometimes came, he worries. Yeah, he like, what, what am I showing up to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, but no, it was nice, and and of course uh, his partner is amazing. Uh, yeah, he's, he's he's such a great host, great and host, amazing, very amazing. personable, and yeah. you know he was always making sure he's like a little social butterfly, making yeah. sure everybody everybody was got good. some time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the puppies got some and the puppies got some time. <laughs> they did. Um, the so they have two pups. I heard. Um, I know they're gorgeous. Um, Bubba and I can't remember the other one's name, but he was he was my my favorite one. It's a schnauzer. Yeah. It's like a minute miniature schnauzer. So let's just call him Gump. So we got Bubba and Gump. <laughs> Bubba and Gump, and he has a beard, and he looks like a little old man, but he was so cute. I think that's gonna be my next pup. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. We had a great time, and yeah, then from the, and from there the night rolled on, and now uh, I got home at six a.m. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. it's. I like how he said I got, got home, home at six a.m. Well, I did because you were home way before me. Don't talk about me. <laughs> uh, that's all I gotta say. By the time I dropped you off, I dropped off Edwin, and I got home. It was six a.m. when yeah. I walked in the door. Don't be including so, me in all your little like charades oh, and escapades. Girl. I don't know nothing about got that. Invited to you, a, you didn't to an do anything. After party. No, I'm such an yeah. angel. It was nuts. Yeah, I called her the next day. because yeah, we, we thought she was dead. Well, I was. We went to the bar, which was con- <laughs> you know, and it was the first time I've done one of those. I was gonna those bring your fucking Roomba, with- <laughs> but you were dead. You were dead. <laughs> <sighs> It's a uh, shark. It's a shark. It is a shark. But we'll call him Roomba anyway. That'll be his name. <laughs> yeah, Roomba. R- Roomba the shark. Roomba, Roomba the, the shark. sharkita. Yeah, but um, el tiburón. El tiburón. Mm. That's so how we, you say shark a, in Spanish. We had a good time. Oh. Tiburón. Tiburón. Yes. Tiburón. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you were saying. Yeah. So no, we went to the bar afterwards. Um, was a nice event. I, it was actually quite busy, a lot busier than I thought it was yeah. going to be, to be honest. But the DJ, I mean, Chris has a pretty decent following. So. Yeah, no, no, he does. He's yeah. great. He's, he's fabulous. A, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I've, I, you know, I know him from when I worked at at Trevi. So, you know, we kind of have that. Relationship. What gate bar did you not work at? <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, it was fun. And then all of a sudden, you know the. Night's coming to an end, and somebody walks up to him, and they're like, "Hey, we're going to this place. Come, come out, come over. It's uh, after hours." 
And it was at a fact. Well, not a fact. It was at a U-Haul at facility. A yeah, at a storage unit. Like you rent oh a, a like a storage no. facility that they set up as a bar. They had a bar and everything. And it was it was but it was like an office space. It was a large. Yeah, it was very weird. It was yeah, but it was packed. But too. it was packed. It was packed. They had security and everything. You get Secu padded down. Yeah. I was like, honey. I have never, ever, ever, yeah, like, been in the frisked. past two years, been frisked like this it, before, yeah. so frisk away. But it was a mixed crowd uh, as well. Yeah. Um, and we had fun. And then I was talking to some girl, this Colombian chick, really, really pretty girl. and Of course you were. Left to go to the bathroom, and I, I at that point it was like four or something, and I said, I'm going to go sit in the truck. I need I need to like get off my feet. This one comes out and said, I thought you ran off with that girl. <laughs> It's it's pretty it was, pretty crazy. <laughs> like when you, no, because I was like, okay, dude, I'm like, we want to go home. We want to go home. Where I was you? already in the car waiting for them, but yeah, they assumed I ran off with the pretty girl. <laughs> and I get to the car. I was like, this bitch is sleeping. Yeah, I, I pushed the seat back. I was like, Tommy will be out shortly. I was I was texting. I was like, where are you? Are you done? <laughs> Yeah, no. but she yeah, was sleeping. It was, it was nice. I mean, I I literally went outside to see how you know I needed like some fresh air. Mm. Is and, that what you call it? Yeah, and and I heard the birds chirping. And other people like, call oh. that carpet uh, munching. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that gives me anxiety. Yeah, the, the, I heard the yeah. birds, and I was like, holy shit! I gotta be. I can't do that. Anymore. I gotta pick mom up in a few hours. So <laughs> 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 I, uh, I don't smell yeah, my breath. Yeah, I went straight home, and I just kind of like. Got undressed, jumped into bed, and I woke up 10 a.m. just in time to get dressed and leave half drunk. Oh, <laughs> I could, yeah, you could still, f like, I felt. Uh huh. I, like, I was still part, like, I could have had a beer and be back at party mode. <laughs> Proud of you. But it was, it was an epic night. It was, it's far and few in between, but, you know, it's one of those nights that became a, a nice, epic party night you know we had a good time a good crowd of people thanks for the invite and you're uh, welcome you were be busy doing schubert things i was and, i uh, was yeah she wouldn't have came out anyway no steve was there if you kept me out that late it would have been like contasaurus rex oh my god it would have been horrible <laughs> horrible how seen... are you trash i'm good good i'm good <laughs> yeah. just yeah. good yeah just nope. good just jack just jack i'll never let go I still remember that. that One of the funniest episode. episode. <laughs> um, no, no, I had um, a good weekend. I could not attend this extravagant evening of yours mm -hmm. because I was at the Schubert and we had brought over 500 students and families to the theater for free um, and uh, through a sponsorship that I had been working on and all of these kids that you know, otherwise wouldn't be able to afford theater, um, got, got to come and see Madagascar, Madagascar, the musical. And it was like, it was really, it was a powerful moment for me to see like, cause you know, I raise money all the time, but like to actually see what those dollars go to and how right. it makes people feel, it was pretty powerful. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was kind of my weekend. I worked on uh Saturday, Sunday I took for myself, but today understandably so so today i went to starbucks downtown uh -huh. did you now i did i go there often with uh my coworkers, so they know us pretty well there but there is this beautiful man i 
that is a barista. And we all know you fall in love with your barista. Like mm-hmm. it's a thing. Like the person it, that gives you the thing that brings you life is the one you fall in love 100%. with. One hundred percent. But <laughs> it was so weird. So I walked in and he saw me and like beaming smile. I'm not even kidding you. I felt weird and awkward. And then my coworkers clocked it. Mm-hmm. All of his coworkers clocked it. Started giving him shit. They started giving me shit. Is that right? Nice. And I was like, oh my God, should I give him my number? You should. Did you? No, I was too nervous. Oh, come He on. was too. He went in the back. <laughs> uh, everybody made it awkward for you guys. Uh, but it was, That's awesome. But it was a very interesting moment. Like when you walk in, I'm like, oh my God, he's smiling because I just walked in. That's weird. Um, that's cute mm-hmm. and i got fitted for my tux yesterday oh boy how'd that work out good it's gonna be a little tight just good <laughs> you're not wrong no i've lost a little bit I know, of weight so. that's good you see i know that that's her main thing all the time <clears throat> she just You'll wants to fine, make sure girl. that yeah. you know you'll be fine she Oh, but what's really exciting Mm -hmm. is that as of yesterday, we surpassed our goal for fundraising. Yeah, that's amazing. And I've been, and we keep, you know, fundraising. So I have a personal goal. We had a budget goal, and Mm -hmm. we surpassed our budget goal by a significant amount. Did you pass your personal goal? Not yet. Not yet. I'm. I'm getting there. Well, just remember. Whatever your personal goal is, that sets a standard for the following year. Don't put yourself in that predicament. Oh, girl. When I when I started, my goal was like 40K. And then I raised money last year. My goal this year was 100K. No, I know. I know. I know what you can do. I know what you're capable of. But just be careful what you wish for. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Once you pull in that type of money, Mm -hmm. you got to stay consistent. That's right. Hey, you know, so, but once you good. suck the it dick was, once, they're going to expect you to suck the dick good. all the time. Yep. And I was quoted in an article. <laughs> you were. I read it. I was like, this bitch, of course. What? She had to make it 100%? about her. 100%? What? No, 100%? I, no. <laughs> no, not in this one. 100%. Oh, my God. So bad. So bad. Anyway. That's awesome, though. Congrats. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. So yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. I'm still um, <laughs> recuperating. No, well, well, recuperating. You know, is that trying why your to... nipple keeps falling out? Yeah, it's just because my. We need to get you. Oh no, the other one falls out. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so I have like tattoos. Anyway, um, I'm doing well. Not only was I recuperating, I'm still in in my little project outside and trying to you know build my wall and my stone and all of Not that stuff. The wall, your wall, my wall, my own personal like little to keep your family out. <laughs> <laughs> something like that yeah it's, it's just amazing no but um what i'm doing is i'm extending my patio out uh, another eight feet by 16 feet and you know it's it's a lot of work a lot of people don't realize i have a newfound respect for for people who do masonry work uh because it's just wow uh, i can't tell you how many times i put up the wall how many times i took down the wall and pounded the shit out of those like that the stone pavers to be able to get them to where they needed to be and leveled um 
but I think that you've done in a while. Oh, it's I haven't done that much pounding in <laughs> so long, and I think that uh, I think I got it right this time. I think it looks good, and then now it's time to order all the rest of the shit that needs to go in there, like the process rock, the crush rock, the stone dust, the pavers that are going to go on top of all that stuff, and eventually be able to set it up and and, and have it look pretty because you know it's like. Summer's coming. You want to be able to have your friends over and have a nice little loungy area with a little fire pit and you know all that pretty stuff. You know, you know how I am. Mm-hmm. You know, and then half halfway through the night, we're like, "Fuck the fire, fuck this." We're too drunk to even think about anything else. And but, I just know. say, "Where's my hot tub?" Yeah, exactly. Now you can go to Edwin's. <sighs> I guess I can. Yeah, he's gonna order. You his. brought it up. Mm-hmm. Now, now you gotta live with it. That's right. <laughs> so um, anyway, um, we're having difficulties with our main camera yet again. So we're just uh, relying on the other three cameras to sort of kind of jump between all of us. Conversation here, conversation there. So you're not going to be able to see the whole thing because I just don't know what happened. I mean, I can close the app and see if it'll reopen again, but you know. You just never know. And of course, the only two cameras that show up immediately are um, mine and Jay's. And Trish is just like, thank God. I don't, you don't need to see me. I, you know, my voice is enough for a lot of people. (laughs) Oh, please. We've received the emails. We know. (laughs) We know. (laughs) (laughs) They try to murder her. They came for her because we mentioned something about um, a certain Mariah Carey. Is that what it was? Yeah. Why you got to bring it back up? I don't know. I think we lost that listener. Mm, One of our four. That's all right. Yeah. We were speaking truths. You know, it's like. Anyway. People get edgy. So I know that we're not jumping into the dish just yet. But. Let's go. What are you talking about? Did anybody see. DeSantis and his announcement and who yeah, he's the gonna, Twitter. Oh but, my God, let's talk about that. But who he's gonna <laughs> run with? Musk. Mm. Elon Musk. So can you imagine what uh, is happening in America? Like literally. Well, we hired a clown. Why not a jester? So, <laughs> so here is the the um the kicker on that. So you have you have DeSantis. Can you? Can, oh, so just. Hang in there with me. Think about it. The slogan, DeSantis Musk. Oh. DeSantis smells. DeSantis Ewe. Oh, I hear it. DeSantis must. <coughs> Musk. Musk. Musky. Must. Yucky. Like, musty. I can see it now. It's- I mean, I just like, for all of the shit that he has been pulling, like, are you Fucking kidding me. Mm, well, Can somebody tell this man to sit the fuck down? And also, Marjorie Taylor Greene, sit oh, the fuck down God, and shut the fuck up. I cannot up. with her. I cannot with you, her. You see, uh, did you see how Fox had to retract some uh, statements recently once mm-hmm. again? No. Inaccurate. Uh, they were reporting inaccuracies about the... Um, <clears throat> the migrants that were moved to the hotels in New York. So the, there were some hotels that took in a bunch of migrants, and uh, they went on to report that 20 uh, U.S. veterans were displaced from the hotels because they were taking in all these migrants. And uh, there were no veterans registered at that hotel whatsoever. 
So what the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, of course you know when when they make that they they reported on this for almost a week, you know, pushing the whole subject narrative. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the apology and correction was ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, a quick uh, a quick um, what was it they said? A quick uh, correction on a minor mistake. Right. There were no veterans registered at the hotel. Thank you. Oh my God, <laughs> so they pushed this whole thing for a week and then the, the retraction is like, eh, and keep it moving. So I, they're fucking she, so stupid. Like, but, I cannot. So but before we go to break, I have a quiz. I want to give everybody a quiz. You have a quiz? I do. Okay. Right, so I'm going to ask questions and you're going to answer them. All right. Let's do this. Hopefully, right. All right. So. <laughs> Here's the LGBT Nation Weekly News Quiz as of May 19th. All right. Question one. On Rachel Maddow, E. Jean Carroll's outlawyer Roberta Kaplan said that she and her client might sue Donald Trump again on the grounds and suggested they would sue for what? One, breach of contract. Two, defamation. Three, invasion of privacy, or four, assault. So it would be breach of contract. Um, it's what I would assume it was. And the reason being is because they've already litigated this. And what she's doing is asking for uh, an adjustment to something that was already settled. Jay? No clue. The answer is defamation. Well, uh, clearly, I mean, that's that's how she got the five million dollars to begin with. But let me ask you this question. What is I'm not she done. I've still got more questions to ask? Yeah, I know. But just just to follow up on this one, what is she now asking for? Mm. You can't read it. Bitch. They, they, they haven't they haven't actually put the lawsuit forward. Well, it's not an, an additional lawsuit. She is no. amending her existing one. And she's now asking for ten million dollars. Impunitive damages. For defamation. Yes. Yeah. All right. So number two, <laughs> which African nation voted this week to recognize same-sex marriages legally performed in other countries? Oh, I saw this the other day. The other day? Number one, yeah. Rwanda. Number two, Ethiopia. Number three, Botswana. Or number four, Nabia. Oh, um, Botswana, wasn't it? I'm going to say Botswana. You are both wrong. Oh. It is Nambia. Okay. Oh, okay. Pop quiz. Way off. All right. Number three, GOP lawmakers ended Nebraska Senator Makala Kavanaugh, Democrat his- historic filibuster for trans rights, which two colleagues spent the past two weeks joining in her fight. Number one, Megan Hunt and Jen Daly. Number three. Two, Wendy DeBoer or and Terrell McKinney. Number three, Zoe Zypher and Aaron Reed. Or number four, Dana Nessel and Gretchen Whitmer. So Zoe Zypher got actually expelled from the state house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can't be her. They're the reason why they're actually doing this. So it's got to be it's got to be number two. I think it's number two because a Wendy sounds like someone who just don't take shit from people and she's just going to go for it. Two. 
You're both wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is Fuck Megan it. Hunt and Jen Day. Okay. Well, g- congratulations to Megan Hunt and Jen Day. Yes, queen. Okay. Keep fighting that fight. So who introduced a resolution to impeach Representative George Santos this week? Number one, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. Number two, Representative Robert Robert Garcia. Number three, Representative Angie Craig. Or number four, Representative Alexandra Ortez. Or how do I say her last name? Cortez. Or- Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez. Thank you. Because it's hyphenated. Correct. So I would say it's number... Um, it's, number it, it, one, wasn't, it-, it wasn't Hakeem Jeffries. It wasn't the speak the the, the minority, minority leader. leader. No, it wasn't it him. Was it was Gar- the Garcia character. Alexandra Cortez. No, Garcia. Yeah. Tom, you are correct. Oh. I watch MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so you'll know this answer. Which LGBTQ plus group did the LA Dodgers invite to their Pride Night and later uninvite after Christian conservatives? Let like Senator Mark Marco Rubio complained. Number one, the, the real sisters. friends of WeHo. No. Number two, the sisters of perpetual yes. indulgence. Number three, the cast of the L word. Number four, the, <laughs> the Congressional LGBTQ plus Equality Caucus. The sisters of perpetual indulgence. Indulgence. And yeah. after the backlash, they reinvited them back. That's Correct. right. Yes, Jen. Yeah, look at him. I'm proud of you. They read, did. They I got reinvited. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just a couple more. All right. So well, I wh- think not only did they, you know what the backlash, the main backlash was that pride uh, was going to pull out of events with them as well. That's right. Which is a huge revenue for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Which of the following anti-LGBTQ plus bills did Florida Governor Ron DeSantis recently sign into law? Number All one, of them. All of them. Every <laughs> single motherfucking one. Number one, a ban on minors viewing drag performers. Number two, all of these. Number three, a bill allowing anti-LGBTQ plus health care discrimination. Number four, yes. restrictions on trans access to public restrooms. All three. All three. You are both correct. And guess what, everybody? He's running for your president. So, (laughs) there you go. All right. I think I've got just a couple more here. No, please. This is fine. This is fine. No, keep going. All right. Which of the following things has Representative Lauren Boebert, Representative of Colorado, and husband Jason not been accused of? Number one. Not been. Not been. Okay. Number one, exposing their genitalia in a bowling alley. Number two, allowing their children to play around loaded rifles. Number three, poisoning 80 people, <laughs> resulting in abdominal cramps and diarrhea. Or number four, casting an illegal vote under a dead voter's name. I'm going to say, okay, can we read the, the, the answers again? Yes. Number one, exposing their genitalia in a bowling alley. That one. That one. Okay, you're both wrong. So they they were accused of that. They were also accused of allowing their children to play around rifles, loaded rifles. Yeah. Well, she posted they pictures about that. They also were accused of poisoning 80 people. Holy sh! But they were not accused of casting an illegal vote under a dead voter's name. Gee, I wonder why. All right. So why- I think that's how she won. Her race was like so tight. Maybe like my ass. Why did Representative Chip Roy? 
Republican from Texas call for defunding the U.S. military this week. Number one, because the Marines uh, unveiled a rainbow-colored uniform. Yes. Number two, because the Navy used a drag queen as a recruitment ambassador on social media. Number three, because an Air Force memo allows commanders to plan Pride Month events. Number four, because the U.S. military now allows transgender people to serve openly. Like, how wrong would it be to allow a drag queen to be your ambassador? Like, can you imagine how amazing that would be? It would be fantastic. Fly with me, bitch. That's right. Can you imagine? So just just picture it. Sicily, 19 whatever, right? Um, and you get Head of Lettuce or someone like, what's the other drag queen that we went to see on the boat? Oh, my God. Bunny. B- Lady, Lady Bunny. Bunny. Oh, Lady Bunny. Just imagine getting Lady Bunny. That shit couldn't fit into a She, <laughs> she couldn't even get into the ship. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh. I just think it would be great. All right. So what do you guys think? Because the Marines unveiled a rainbow-colored uniform. Number two, because the Navy used a drag queen. Number three, because the Air Force me- because an Air Force memo allows commanders to plan Pride Month. Or because the U.S. military now allows transgender people to serve. I think um, <laughs> because the military allows transgender people to serve. That's just my guess. Yes. You're both wrong. Okay. So this was because an Air Force memo allows commanders to plan Pride Month events. Which is amazing. Yeah, it's great. All right. So a fifth grade teacher in Florida is under investigation for showing which Disney movie to her students. One, Raya, The Last Dragon. Two, Strange World. Three, Mulan. Or four, The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. I'm going to say... Mulan, because Mulan, she dresses up. That's what she dress up as a... She dresses up as a boy boy. to be able to go into battle. Yeah. But I'm going to say La Sirena, La Pequeña. No. You know what I just said? No. Sirena. La Mermaid. La Sirena Pequeña. You're both wrong. So... Fuck her. The right answer is Strange World. Strange World is a new Disney movie um, which highlights a boy, a a, a gay boy in Mm -hmm. the movie. Um, And so she is now under investigation. All right. So what did Governor Ron DeSantis blame drag queens for this week? Number one, weakening Florida's economy. Number two, making Disney World too dangerous. Number three, Hurting military recruitment. Number four, reading his wife for wear- <laughs> reading his wife for wearing so many capes. <laughs> I'm gonna say all of them. Because I mean, it, it's just given the given the the temperature in Florida right now, every single one of those could actually be true. Every single one. Trish, Jay, uh, they picked on his wife. Okay, so again, you're both wrong. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Fuck her. And it was because of hurting military recruitment. Oh, these he blames bitches. drag queens for a lot of things in the past. Um, we need to get the military focused on what it is supposed to be. I don't want to run into any more veterans saying, "You know, Governor, I don't think I would want my son or daughter to join the military anymore." So here's the thing. I would like to meet 
the drag queen that traumatized Ron DeSantis? Like, what business did he visit? Or what, what hotel room? What aer- aerodynamics were you doing? What death split did you do that traumatized this man? Please come forward and tell us, because this is just BS. This man is just really ridiculous at this point. Yeah, but I thought that would be fun to kind of walk through. It could, it yeah, it could, was. It could be that some queen broke his heart and in a hotel room in a, a sad, lonely yeah. hotel room in Miami. She fell in love. And I mean, she does have her own like on drag of, name on the set of the birdcage and. <laughs> Climbing, and she lost. climbing out the back window. <laughs> so they, <laughs> I can't. Uh, he was like, I love Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. No. Madonna. But Madonna, some of the shit Madonna, that we're seeing right Madonna. now, it's just like, is this for real? But don't you see with uh, this um, Marjorie Taylor Greene and her boyfriend's uh, drag stunt thing he did? No. Uh, he, he was dressed in drag for something and she's okay with it. Right. You know, so. the sad thing is, it's like, you know, literally it's it's the 24th. So June, ha- May has thir- 31 days, right? So we, we're literally six days away from June 1st. We're Pride. Pride month starts. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, there's a lot of things happening. A lot of attacks coming at our community from a lot of different perspectives, from a lot of different people, from a lot of different states, from a lot of legislative attempts to silence uh, our community, whether it's in the library or in the bedroom or in public. And don't forget Stonewall. Don't forget what we did. Don't forget what we achieved. Don't forget that we have power. You know what? We have the ability to fight for our rights. That is still a possibility. You know what I think bothered me? One of the most, like in that um, quiz, bothered me the most was defunding the military because officers are allowed to plan Pride Month events to support, you know, the people that serve in the military that are now allowed to serve in the military. Let's defund our military. Right. Like, how dumb can you be? This is what we're dealing with. This is our reality. The military today. Right. of the most powerful nation in the world. Yeah. This this is because of pride events. Right. And you know, pride is coming up. And there's a story that we're gonna cover on the second half of the show that really speaks to the threats and the the you know the possibility of, of having um, unsafe situations in some of our pride celebrations. So um, I would encourage you all to stick around. So we're, we're going to take a break because we do have to take our break. But when we come back, we do have our second part of the dish, um, which is going to be a little bit all over the place, like it usually is. <laughs> so get used to that. And um, we'll be right back. All right, ladies and gents, we are back from our break. Thank you so much for allowing us to do that and, uh, you know, do uh, rinse and repeat, get our drinks and cocktails and everything else all set. Um, For those of you who were watching the live stream on video, my apologies, it went kaput. So we're just not going to finish the video tonight. You get what you get, but you can listen to the audio version of our live stream by visiting gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream. That one is still working. I think it is. Yes, it is. Uh, but we're back. Okay. So um, at the beginning of our show, we read a quote. We um, t- 
talked a little bit about uh, who we were going to talk about. Today, we lost one of our legendary icons, Tina Turner. Queen of rock and roll. Queen of rock and roll. And the reason why, um, you know, I wanted to talk about her a little bit is because... um, a lot of people may know her as a musician. A lot of people may know her as one of like the most pivotal like rock stars in our lifetime. She was clearly uh, a force to be reckoned with, a powerhouse when it came to you know live performances and just you know taking ownership I mean, of her life. Honestly, all when I think of Tina Turner, I just think <laughs> exactly rolling. <laughs> Rolling. Rolling. They can't see you, so you know. It's, unfortunately, the videos it's it's uh, gone. Not unfortunately, it's fine. It's um, <laughs> uh, but but my my thing is, you know, so when the movie, uh, what's love got to do with it was released, and powerhouse amazing actress Angela Bassett got to play her, we learned um a little bit more um details about what Tina's life was like. I mean, you're talking about someone who. Uh, was born in Nutbush, Tennessee. Um, you know, she was born in 1939 and came to, I believe it was, I, I thought it was Chicago, um, when she met, you know, her then husband. I'm not going to say his name. We don't want to talk about him. I want to talk about her. And the reason why uh, I feel it's it's her legacy is important is because she showed women all around the world, that even though you are um, subjected to domestic abuse, subjected to men trying to subdue the the the, the female and making them, um, in a sense, sub- subvert to their will, um, she had enough and mm-hmm. she took a stand and she stood up. And this movie for me showed a lot of things, but it also brought to perspective and to light a lot of things that you don't get to see in the movie. And this this touches a very personal um, thing for me because, you know, my mother suffered from domestic violence at the hands of my my biological father for many years. And while we do see a lot of shocking scenes in the movie, I know for a fact we don't really get to see the worst of it. And the reason why I know this is because I, I've i had situations in where we're talking around the table, my mother is explaining things or talking about things. And there's there's this um, nuance of sugarcoating, right? Yeah. Like she's wanting to protect those that are listening or hearing the truth from really understanding how impactful and how devastating and how um traumatizing it was Mm -hmm. and so what we get in the movie is is a sugar down version of her domestic violence at the hands of her ex-husband and on top of all that and, and and again i say you know she was an amazing musician and my god was she a presence on this earth but i will always remember her for standing up for herself for taking a situation that left her with nothing and becoming one of the biggest rock stars on this planet. And we lost her today. Today she died. She was 83 years old. And, you know, when you think about so many of the amazing songs, you think about, you know, I I believe if I'm not mistaken, it was 1982 or 84. It could have been been 84, 
Private Dancer album came out. That was her her rebirth, right? She she mastered the art of rebirth before Madonna was even Madonna. Um, and to me, it's just like wow, you know. And and then the other thing I reflect on is one the power that this woman had, the power that she took with her. She she took her power back from the hands of the of this person, and and owned it. Mm-hmm. in a way that was just so empowering for women all over the world. So Yeah, I mean, I think the sad truth is that it takes somebody with a platform like Tina right, um, who was subjected to this type of violence to come out and bring light to it and, um, you know, make people, because, again, you know, a lot of these organizations that stand up for women's rights are nonprofits, but um, stand up and say, Hey, you got to support these organizations that are supporting these women around the world. Right. Um, we should just be doing that because. Right. Not because of anyone in specific, just because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And no woman should feel or no one should feel subject, not just women. Cause Men, gay men go through it too, plenty. They do, they do, and, but, but like so do hetero men. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, and, it's and lesbians, yeah. and everybody goes through yeah. domestic violence. Like, you know, we can't pigeonhole and say, like, men and you know, men do this to women because you know, men do it to men, women right. do it to women. It's right. not, yeah. it's domestic violence in general, you know, and 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 I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know. She she took it upon herself to remove herself from a situation that could have potentially ended her life. She probably would have been gone, right? And that could be true Before for anyone. Eighty three, yeah, right. Could have been true for anyone. And so, I, I wanted to take a moment to to first of all bring that to the forefront. That that is one of the things that I will always remember about this woman: her power, her power to take her life back and make a change. And then also talk about her her musical, you know, journey. I mean, we're talking about five decades of musical prowess. I mean, this woman was incredible. From, you know, focusing on the blues and, and R&B and soul to doing a complete 360 shift to becoming the queen of rock and roll. Yeah, but you know what I love about her music? Like, yeah. if you think about, like... What's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. If you think about like um, private dancer, private dancer, mountain high, right? We don't need another hero. Or- like it's subliminally like all of her messaging in her music is empowerment. It is. It's it's not. It's like you can do it yourself. Right. You don't need. You don't that, need a man to define you. You don't need a man to define you. While it is nice to have or a woman to lean on every right. once in a while or cuddle with, like you do you and do it yourself. Right. And she did that. You know, my fondest memory. Be the motherfucking boss, yeah. motherfucker. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? So I, I had an opportunity to see her in Houston, Texas many, many, many years ago. She was incredible. I will never forget it. A lot of years ago. Let's just say a couple <laughs> of decades. Um, you know, for me, Seeing her, seeing her live was just incredible. Watching her in in Mad Max, 
portraying this character is just completely different from what who she was on stage and and her persona was was pretty shocking to see at a very young age so i wanted to throw the question like you were throwing questions earlier what's one thing you remember that stands out for you um throughout her her musical journey oh god i'm too young no, you're not too young because her music is transcendent. It transcends generations. Well, you is, know th- all the lyrics to Proud Mary. Tell me you don't. True. Okay. Um, I think that song came out in the '70s before you were even a sperm in someone's balls. Uh-huh. I think one of my favorite memories. <laughs> so I think one of my fa- this is a weird one, mm-hmm. but one of my favorite memories of her music was in Miss Congeniality Two. Uh huh. When Sandra Bullock and I am blanking on the other character's name, um, they were literally looking for you know um, this kidnapper, and somehow there were drag. Um, oh, you're talking about um, there oh were drag God. performers that, yes. that that were somehow involved, and I can't remember why. They were all Tinas, but they got oh, on yeah. stage and impersonated. <laughs> The one character impersonated Tina Turner, and then it was Regina S- King. Regina King, thank yes. you. And then Sandra Bullock impersonated a backup dancer, but everybody else was like they were all you know drag queens, and so but they did um, Proud Mary, right? And yeah. it was it was just such a like I don't know like because clearly it's a very memorable moment and memorable moment, but in also the film. like Tina Turner was such. You know, there were a few women that were so iconic in the gay community um, with their music, and she was definitely one of them. Yeah, she was the queen of rock and roll, but she was also one of the queens of the queens. You know what I mean? So it, it, it was it was fun to see that. You know what I mean? On seeing all those drag queens perform to Tina Turner. All Can these, you imagine that movie like, would be outlawed in Florida right now? Oh, one hundred percent. Like, Tina, like my dad, like my dad when he hired, I forget. I think it was a Tina Turner impersonator, and I'm like, Dad, that's a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. What about you, Jay? Shit. Uh, well, I mean, was music, it the time I, you slept with her? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, her music. Uh, growing up in New York, it was just a common thing, especially with friends. Music you listen to. Stuff. Right. And and I think even from a young age, I never really listened to just one one type of music. You know how, how you grow up in a household and that's all you listen to. Right. Growing up, you know, it's Puerto Rican. Puerto it's, all bachata, it's, it's all about chata. It's all salsa. It's all merengue. Right. I, I I just never. You know, for me, I turned on the radio, changed the station, and you know. So I I at a young age I was listening to her music. I don't right. know who the hell she was, but then right. you know. As you got older, and then the movie came out, and and you watched that, and, and you know, uh, again, same thing as you, you know, you resonate to to part times in your fa- in in your life that your family has right. gone through domestic issues, you know. So, um, I just think you know, I listen to the music, I enjoy it, you know, it, it's fun to listen to. Her music is always upbeat and cheerful. Right. Um, and even the slower jams are just, they're just. She so... did a cover of Al Green's Let's Get Together. Yes. That is one of my favorites. She does some really cool, yeah. And yeah. her presence on stage, I mean, here's a woman um, who had a rebirth in her career in her 40s. Yeah. 
She was, I think, 41 or 42 yeah, years when old. When you're normally supposed to be exiting the scene. Right. You know? <laughs> she, she literally, like, started, like, uh, had her rebirth with Private Dancer in her 40s. And even into her 50s, 60s, and close to even her 70s, this woman was having world tours that were selling out worldwide. Yeah records of people would go and see her and she would have these young dancers dancing behind her and especially like when proud mary came on Mm -hmm. and there was no way that any of these like three younglings were gonna outdance this diva i mean and even throughout her life there were rumors that she had insurance on her legs because her legs were like the bomb gold uh but this woman could outdance and out energy anyone like Energizer Bunny who? Yep. I mean, I think they literally drew blood from Tina Turner and created Energizer batteries. Maybe. She had a hell of a stand about She it. did. I mean, this woman was incredible. So I wanted to take a moment to to recognize the power that this woman had musically, her incredible career that spanned it over five decades, but most importantly, her ability to to take control of her life and um, become a huge um, symbol of someone who who overcame uh, domestic violence. And so all that there is left to say on this amazing, beautiful legend that we all got to experience is may she rest in power. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. All right. Well, we've got a couple of other things that we want to discuss. Um, Pride is coming up. We're literally, like I said before, we're six days away from June 1st. I can't. Uh, A lot of Pride celebrations are going to be happening all over the U.S., all over the world, um, well into even past the month of June. And there are reports that, um, you know, Proud Boys, which is um, a group of individuals, far-right group that uh, in general – you know, aligned with and uh, and assisted in in the insurrection that occurred on January sixth um, in Washington are literally threatening with disrupting Pride celebrations all over the U.S. with many chapters um, and increasing membership. We're getting to a point where all of the hard work that we've done can be lost if we don't step up to the plate and um, continue to fight, like we know in our community, we've always known how to, how to do. And so it's a serious thing. You know, um, they're seeing their focus among other things, um, trying to do straight pride um, centric demonstrations at major events that could be nyc that could be boston that could be la that could be any of the major pride events that we have nationally and i wanted to to open this up to discussion one obviously we want to talk about this because this impacts us as as a community um you know if, if there was ever a community that has ever learned how to live in fear and how to live with fear it is us what do we do? Where do we go from here? I say keep doing what you're doing and stand up for what you believe in. Right. I mean, we're at an inflection point, right? We thought we were safe. You know, right? When you think about, you know, Stonewall, that it's 50 years behind us. We've marriage equality in 2015. And all of a sudden, it's like 
we have a huge focus on the LGBTQ plus community, specifically drag queens, our trans uh, brothers and sisters. Books are being banned. States are passing legislations left and right that are slowly but surely eroding the rights of our members, of members of our community. And what do we do? Like, how do we fight this? Yeah, um, I don't necessarily know uh, how to speak to that. What I will say is there has been a drastic a drastic decline in their presence since Biden. That said, that doesn't necessarily mean we need to not be wary of them. Right. Um, they, there, there, there is a website which I can share. Uh, we can share on the post where it kind of shows you where the biggest presence is uh, throughout the country. And surprisingly, you see a lot of it throughout uh, liberal areas. Um, And I think that's because of the reaction that they are in a state that they can't get the foothold that they want to get the things done that they want, right? So, for example, if they're in California, they know that in California, they're not going to be able to grab that foothold as though as if they were in Florida, right? Right. They're not going to get the uh, attention. They're not going to get the respect. They're going to be flagged when they show up to pride events. Um, But as a, as a community, I think what we need to do is just keep moving forward and not allow their rhetoric to affect our events. Make sure that while we know that there is a whole like, defund the police and, you know, um, defund the military because of their support for LGBTQ plus rights. I think we need to more so look at areas like New York city where, you know, the police department actually has a pride cop car that, you know, goes, goes through the parade. And I think we need to allow law enforcement to stand up for us too. Right. But, but this kind of, this kind of rhetoric and this kind of ideology that this group is pushing is the reason why we're seeing longtime supporters like target pull out certain merchandise out of their stores but, but, but at the, a point in time and where visibility you have is to, important. You have to flip that statement. They're right. doing it for why? Because they're afraid for their employees. They're afraid for the safety of their employees mm-hmm. at the, threats that are being spewed by groups like this and this is not something that's just affecting a couple of states i mean you're talking about target has been supporting so lgbtq plus rights for over 10 years so so what they should be doing is not pulling anything but reinforcing their security for their employees right reinforcing a way for their employees to call for help reinforcing uh the the ability for the the, the the individual store to say, sorry, you're not welcome here anymore. Right. But that's not what's happening. Correct. Instead, what they decided to because do was... Because that probably costs more money. Right. Is give in to the threats and say, well, you know what? We, we want to demonstrate that we care for our employees. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is, you know what? What they're asking for is get rid of this. Let's get rid of it. And we'll spin it 
as this is, you know, we're doing this because of the safety of our employees. And the reality is, whether you're a business like Target or a business, you know, like a mom and pop here, um, when violence and, and threats are going to happen, they're going to happen. Right. Yeah, and, I, and, and that's what they want. This is exactly what they want. And it really saddens me to see that we've made so much progress. And in light of all these threats and in light of all these groups making these kinds of these these kinds of, of, of threats that we're seeing a lot of corporations that have been supporting for decades retract and reverse in the name of safety. Yeah, and, and where's our safety? And I think that's that's the whole agenda between the Proud Boys, right? That's that's right. what they're trying to get done. Um, I think taking it in the other direction as well, um, you know, as far as safety um, is concerned, especially again, as you stated, uh, Pride Month comes <laughs> comes up six days from now, right? right? We're gonna start seeing all these events. And I think we we also have to uh, step back as a community, and and keep keep everybody aware. Of, you know, this is this is a possibility. Be aware of what's going on, and if confronted, we also have to remember that they will try to to push you to to push you in a, in a way where you're going to react right. aggressively, and they'll have right. an excuse to quote unquote defend themselves. Right. right. So, yeah. so you have to think of it that way as well. So yeah, they, they can chant and say whatever the fuck they want and we could do the same thing back. But I think one of the main things we have to consider is we're, you know, we're out at, at events. And again, we're talking not just, you know, adults, there's families there as well. Children that, that, that are there with the children. And we need to be smart. And the way we handle those situations, if they do right. come up, um, it could just be, you know, they're just blowing hot smoke to see if they get a reaction from people and nothing may happen. But then again, you can't sleep on it either. Right. So, but I mean, we're talking about people who are dressed, dressed to the nines yeah, in, in, in military in military gear. Yeah. Right. Um, that have been training. There have been news reports of of tr- uh, of of recruits training for active tactical active tactical, tactical training, training. Yeah. which is which is scary. I mean, what are you preparing for? Are you gonna um you know? Yeah, but that that's I, I think that's what they're you their know, violent agenda. Yeah, their right. violent agenda, and I think you know training. I mean, honestly, if we're not seeing what type of training they're doing. Anybody could say the training, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But yes, understood that there is some training going in and on in, in some of these, uh, uh, you know, groups um, that shouldn't keep us from standing together uh, and just, you know, try to be smarter, right. you know, try to be smarter as to how we address these things. If they come up when we're out in a, you know, in our meeting places or at a parade or at an event, right. you it's, know, it's so hard because I mean, we, we Think have about. to also remember, you know, we're, a lot of people are afraid, you know, with all the gun violence. It's a mm-hmm. big, yeah. big, big thing. And people are afraid because they come out and they're carrying weapons out in the open. And, you know, a lot of people in the LGBT community also carry, you know. Right. Not saying that it's going to be an all-out war in the streets, but, you know, not everybody 
advertisers that they're coming in a militia style, you know, group to mm-hmm. to participate in an event. We're gonna yeah. show up in a uh, Ford I, Focus and spit skittles <laughs> at everybody. I think it's important but, to note that if you are at an event, members frequently wear black and yellow Fred Perry polo yes, shirts yes. and black and yellow clothing with tactical vests generally. Yes. Right. So if you see something like that, say something. Yeah, exactly. Right. But also, I, I want to reiterate something that we talked about last week. <clears throat> we talked about um, this ideology, right? So this ideology, which is their prime primary ideology, is um, uh, misogynistic, Islamophobic, transphobic, anti-immigration, um, anti-Semitism, uh, uh, supremacist. Anti-homophobic or or homophobic, anti-gay. Um, that is their rhetoric. Now, keep in mind that all of these people, this 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 group, you know, became more prevalent during Trump. All right, and and, and Trump spews hate. So all of this was born out of a place of hate. Exactly. And we as individuals. Throughout our years as kids, you're not born with hate. You are taught hate. You are continually taught that this is wrong. This is right. This is how you're supposed to be. This is who you're supposed to sleep with. This is who you're supposed to love. What I would say is that knowing knowing that uh, ideologies like this are born out of a place of hate, we have to make sure that we, no matter if we feel comfortable showing up, if we don't feel comfortable showing up to pride events, whatever it is, we have to continue to share love because reality is our community, whether we're catty bitches and, you know, toward one another, we were born out of chosen family. We were born out of love. We were born out of a place of beauty and we need to continue to teach and preach that love and that beauty even if we have these haters that are trying to shut shit down because at the end of the day as we've seen historically when we continue to preach and fight for love and equality we win yes do we always see a step back 100 percent. but that step forward means more to the community than anything else that's very well said absolutely you know that being said you know um Pride Month is coming up and Pride celebrations are happening. The only thing I can say is, you know what? We face the fact that there there's danger in any space that we are in, not necessarily just the Pride Parade or Pride Celebration, but, you know, in schools or in public spaces. Be aware of your surroundings. Know who you're with. Know your exit routes. Have a plan. Um, you know, it, it's sad to say that you think, you know, you're walking down the street and, and the first thing you, you want to think of is, okay, if something happens, which way do I go? Sad thing is we all think that way now. We do. Yeah. That we're, we're literally conditioned to do that at this point because, you know, that's, that's what we do now. Yeah. Um, but, but have a plan, right? And if you are traveling with young ones, make sure that they understand that plan. Make sure that um, everyone who's with you understands what you intend to do. You know, where do you go? What is your safety place? Where do you meet if you get displaced or disconnected from your group? Um, 
in the end, we just want everyone to have a safe and happy pride and celebrate the fact that, you know, we're here, we're queer, and we're not going anywhere. And we can only do that. Wait, you're gay? Oh, girl. Mm. You're lost. So, <laughs> oh my god, so funny! My coworker today was like, you know, when when I walked in, I was talking about that Starbucks guy. Um, she was like, "Well, maybe he doesn't think, maybe he doesn't know you're gay." And I just looked at her like, "What? Come on, <laughs> come on! Are you kidding me? It is clearly evident that I she's mean, a mo. She walks, and a rainbow carpet opens and unrolls as she's walking towards her destination. Fairy dust, fairy dust, fairy dust. <laughs> That's right." That's right. All I can tell you is January 1st, I'm going to be that kid in the video. Move. I am gay. I'm trying to like get to the copier. Ah, get out. Move. Move. I'm gay. It's Pride Month. Let me get to the copier first. That'll be me. So, yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gents. Um, wow. That was that, that was our emotions were all over the place today. Uh, whew. okay. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up. Obviously, we have to. We have to say goodnight. For the, or do you have something else? One more thing, of course. I'm gonna be real quick, as usual. Yeah. No, I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> um. So she lies. California, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom, uh-huh. uh huh, has launched launched an investigation into developers of school textbooks to ensure that history lessons in their state are not impacted by kowtowing to Florida's extremist agenda. Proud of him. Which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to say before we close out the show is that I implore all governors in states that are not like Florida and that are not introducing bills like Don't Say Gay or are in those states and are liberal and don't want those bills to come across their desks Mm -hmm. to make fucking statements like this. Come out and say what you support and come out what you say is important to the kids and to education in your fucking state because that's what fucking matters. Right. Because here's the thing. It starts at the state. It starts at the state level and it starts with governors who support their constituents. And I tell you what, some of these publishing companies, if they realize they have to publish two versions, if they have to publish, excuse me, two versions of the same curriculum or the same book, one with and one without black and brown people history and LGBTQ plus history and Holocaust education. Uh, it's going to cost them money. They're going to be like, bitch, you're getting the book that you get and you can rip out all the pages if you want to mm-hmm. take a stand balls in your court. You can't rewrite history right. in the back of a room that doesn't actually reflect American history because American history is black history is LGBTQ plus history is Jewish Jewish history is um, indigenous people history. It is everyone's history and you can't pick and choose what to fucking teach. Right. It's incredible. The tenacity behind is Hispanic history. And that too, no, but it's it's incredible the tenacity of white people to try to hold on to something that just doesn't work anymore. Bitch, let it go. Like Elsa. Asian Pacific Islander history. That's right. 
Thank you. It's everyone's it's history. It's everyone's history. You, you want know, this, this to country, be a melting pot? Yeah. Teach it, the fucking history. And it has been a melting pot of people since day one. That have been constantly repressed. Right. We're not doing that anymore. Right. We're not leaning into that rhetoric anymore. And if you continue to fucking spew that rhetoric, we're going to fucking clap back. There you go. All right. Well, we're going to ha- go ahead and um, move on to our closing. So I'm going to toss it over to Trish. I'm going to give you some love, girl. You ready? Uh, yeah. All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's minute. Number one, trans youth hold their own joy-filled prom after teen was excluded from graduation. Yes. Fuckers. Number two, proud boys planning biggest Pride Month's protests yet. Let's go bully the queers. Fuck them. Number three, remembering the legacy of Harvey Milk, the gay pioneer who tragically became a martyr. All right. Jaybird. And on this day in gay history... May 24th, the year 1993, Washington, D.C. Lesbian confirmed by the United States Senate to federal position. Roberta Attenberg Attenberg becomes the Assistant Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Uh, Now, mind you, Pete Buttigieg is currently the... Uh, director, right? He's um. What what do we call him? No, he's the the secretary of how ha- uh, of transportation. Oh, sorry. Damn it! Uh, yeah. I thought I was gonna be all <laughs> smart and shit. Mm. Nah. And moving on, <laughs> we'll follow with our announcements. And if you love the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. Say that again podcasting service proud of you by subscribing you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as the episode is published you can also support us on patreon with patreon you our listener can help to support the show with a pledged donation the donations are collected monthly and can be of any denomination of a dollar or more. Look at you enunciating. enunciating. I'm proud of you, girl. And, of course, next week we welcome Mr. or Dr. Evan Goldstein for the G-Spot for another installment of Tales from the Tale. Yeah. That's queen. Can't wait. It should be really exciting. We're going to be talking about mental health. All right, everybody. Get the future method. So it's all going to be about you then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, get the future method and it's all other products show. today. All products are doctor developed. Clean out and with clean out without hurting your bum. Take confidence anywhere with anal powder packs and now increase your stretch goals with the three-piece anal glass dilation kit. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum accessory today. That's queen. And as always, it is time to put a ring on it. Go, girl. And our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. Try that again. (laughs) Our show is available on our website, gaytalk20, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher Radio. Say that again. I'm kidding. All right. You can find us on social media Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. By the way, Tom, did you tell our listener uh, what those eardrops were? Eardrops? For your dog? Uh, Zymox, yes, I did reply. So, for our listener who sent us a message (laughs) on 
uh, Insta. He wanted to know what ear uh, eardrops I do, I put in my my fifties ears. Um, oh, when we were talking about your yeah, niece it's Zymox. Yeah, we were talking about <laughs> that's your niece. the question yeah. we got. Zymox, Z Y M O X. Um, it's it's a miracle worker because my little baby suffers from extreme like not ear to be used. On infants. Yes. All right, Tom, Puppies. it's your turn. All right. Well, ladies and gents, <laughs> if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. Click on the Contact Us tab, which is located at the top of your web browser. There you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast, or an individual host. You can also call us and leave us your question via voice message. We can answer those for you on the show. Just call 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all those digits, they are 334-429-8255. Don't forget that this show streams live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can access that live stream by visiting gaytalk20.com forward slash, excuse me, live stream. Try Ladies and gents, no. <laughs> okay. Don't forget that the stro stream this stro broken fucking record yeah, here. No, don't yeah. forget that the show streams live every Wednesday at six p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can access that live stream by visiting gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream. Ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you, and y'all have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more Dish.